Wait, okay, the audio is working. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first ever episode of the PC show, Paleo Conservative Show. Today, I do have a special guest on with me, so if you could uh, go check the link in the description below, you'd be able to find his YouTube channel there. And go subscribe to him if you haven't already. Anyways, um, hold up. Welcome, Big Nick, to the first ever episode of this show. I think I might still be muted on Discord. Wait, I don't think I am. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Are we on? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on. <laughs> okay, I'm on. <laughs> All right. That, so, that's the introduction. Okay, so, uh, am I, am I supposed to give an introduction? Or... Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, I'm... <laughs> I was saying to the stream, I'm like, everyone, give a warm welcome to uh, Nick or whatever, right? He's on. And then it was just, like, silence after that, and it was actually awkward. Dude. It was awkward. I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching, so I have the stream up, and then I have the Discord up, and I'm hearing you, but the, the picture is behind, so it's very confusing. Yeah, so, uh, we've, I've been there. So, uh, yeah, I'm Big Nick. I'm sure you might know who I am. Um, I do, uh, I run the Big Nick show on YouTube, as well as uh, other alternate platforms like Rumble and Odyssey. Um, you know, I just do videos on, you know, social issues, political issues, stuff like that. And I run the, uh, the Big Nick shows usually almost every Tuesday of the week. Um, usually we do have people like JPEG on as well, so you might want to go down and check it out. Um, we've also had people like Vince Dow and David Carlson on as well. So totally go check it out, <clears throat> even if it's just for uh, JPEG. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. And to be honest, I've probably made more content on your show than I have my own channel. That is... Very true, very true. Same with Carter as well. Yeah. That's interesting dynamic. So, the first story that I wanted to cover tonight had to do with um, Canada. Oh, hold up. <laughs> Boomer tech moment, Boomer tech moment. Had to do yeah, with Canada uh... burning down churches, specifically old Christian churches. Now, this is a little bit late. However, I still feel it's important to talk about. Um, so there's a specific... Alright, here we go. No matter if this is just a building, it's something that... Oh, wait. That editing is yeah. always the best Hold on. editing. I just realized something. I, I am having many boomer tech moments today. No, no, it's fine. It's live editing is the best content. We've learned... If you've ever watched my show... Or anyone else, you know, I do stuff with, with, you always know live editing is the best content. There. Okay, there we go. There we go. Now you can actually see what I'm trying to show. So, there we go. That that might help just a little bit. That might help <laughs> just, just a little a, bit. Just a little bit. There yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> Oh, wait, I also messed up here a little bit even more. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There we go, okay. 
I had the gradient a little bit too high up on the uh, sources list. That's all right. It's first episode. So yeah, as uh, previously stated, um, our first story is about the um, burning down of churches, specifically old Christian churches, um, in Canada. So, I got this uh, little news clip here I wanted to uh, show on stream. It's something that means to everybody in this village. Rosalind Daniels and her family could feel the heat on their skin as fire destroyed an Anglican church across the street from their home, a place their community has gathered for over 130 years. When my children seen that, they were just so heartbroken because they have so many memories in that church. The fire on Gitwingak First Nation, the latest in a spate of suspicious fires after multiple unmarked grave sites were discovered at former residential schools. The arson and vandalism being condemned by indigenous leaders. I can't understand the frustration, the anger and the hurt and the pain. There's no question. Uh, but to burn, burn things down is not our way. Today, the prime minister said such acts are unacceptable. Burning down churches uh, is actually depriving people who are in need of grieving and healing and mourning uh, from places where they can actually uh, grieve and reflect and look for support. Justin Trudeau also urged churches to access federal funding to help places of worship enhance security. Ottawa added $2 million in this year's budget to that program, originally created in the wake of hate crimes. But some church leaders say accessing the money is slow and difficult. But it, it is a challenge. Some I know that some groups have said, you know what, there's there's so much um all right so i think that's enough of the uh clip um so biggest uh, revelation there really and the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way is um you know justin trudeau the cuck's response to it which is just <laughs> you know it's a place of grievance you know it's um oh really the thing is <laughs> the thing is i I'm, I'm not in canada so i can't say exactly but I'm pretty sure this guy had churches closed down for the last year and you weren't exactly. able to go to church. Exactly. Don't, don't try to act like you care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know. I also feel like a church might might just, just maybe be a little bit more than just a place to grieve, you know. Like there might yeah. be a little bit more that, of a cultural significance and um, just... What's, what's the word? What is the word? A symbolic yeah. significance to burning down churches. And I want I want to say something on this issue because I actually meant to cover this a little while ago on my show, but I didn't. There's so many things I I, I usually so I usually get a lot of my content from Twitter where I bookmark a lot of stuff like news articles and whatnot. And my my bookmark page on Twitter is like 20 miles long, and there's so much stuff that just gets lost in there that I never ever end up talking about. But they burnt, so what we believe is they burnt down this church because there was uh, graves found there of indigenous people. And the conclusion was automatically that the church killed these people and buried them there. Now, I'm not an Anglican, Angl I believe it was an Anglican church, I'm not an Anglican, but as a Christian, I believe it's 
Anglican is a branch of Christianity. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Um, one of the key parts of uh, Christianity is doing stuff like burying the dead. So it's not weird to find grave sites at churches, especially Christian churches. And the Catholic Church is under attack by this as well. They were getting a lot of heat for this because I believe there was like grave sites as well of indigenous people that were find that were found at like Catholic churches and whatnot. This is not a weird thing. They probably buried these people because they were dead. They this doesn't necessarily mean they killed these people, but uh, these these idiots in the world like just jump to conclusions. Yeah, and, and let's just say right like. Oh, they actually were killing these Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is still the symbolic implication of burning down the church and just yeah. the act of doing it in and of itself. That is still wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine, <laughs> for example, if this was a mosque that was burnt down, it would be called a hate crime. Yep. You know, it was it'd be horrible, but... You know, people do it to a Christian church, and Trudeau comes out. This is very bad. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Like he doesn't care. It's really (laughs) bad. You don't say. You don't say. You know. (laughs) Shocker. Really insightful take by Trudeau there. (laughs) Yeah. No. And um. What's really just what's scary about it is. Canada is um I definitely wouldn't call it a Christian nation at, at all. I'd really say it's more of an no. atheist nation. We are too at this point, but what's concerning to me is that they are right next door. This is what the countries right next door to us that we call our allies are doing. Mm-hmm. And this brings us right into our next topic, which is is Canada the few a what is the word? A crystal ball into the future of the United States. What what exactly do you mean by that? So, is the U.S. Are you saying, are you saying Canada is our future? Like what can what's yeah. happening in Canada will happen to us? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think that's totally. I mean, and we saw. Uh, not even. In Canada, but I believe it was in, you know, uh, Notre Dame. It was it was burned down uh, recently, a couple of years ago. There's a fire. Yeah. I believe that's what it was. Yeah. Although, um, I will point out, they haven't confirmed whether or not it was arson. However, I do believe it was given, I remember, I think this was around the same time a lot of the BLM stuff was happening, where uh, people were going around burning down churches in Canada. And even yeah. in the news report, they even pointed out that there's been a suspicious um, amount of uh, fires yeah. um, in specifically these churches. So, so it's like, I mean, coincidence? World, I don't know about that. The world we live in, <clears throat> excuse me, hates us. They hate Christianity. They hate all this stuff. And they want it to burn. And that's what we need to realize. Um, they have no problem burning down our churches they have no problem 
uh, you know, trying to rid this world of God and godly people. They have no problem with it at all. They it's in fact it. praised. Yeah, it's encur- it's encouraged. They don't do anything when this stuff happens. I mean, like I said, Trudeau came out and said, "Oh, this is a really bad thing." Like, oh wow, I didn't know that. Like, of course it is. Do something about it. And as I said, um, these people these people don't at all care about religion. Don't get me wrong, but they they would only care if it was something like a mosque because it's it's woke to care about you know islam and all that stuff that's the only that's the only reason they care about that it's like these people don't care about religion uh at all but the only reason they would care if it was a mosque was because it's woke yeah, to uh care or uh, someone in the chat actually just pointed out especially if it was a synagogue <laughs> yeah um yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's um, it's scary because what you see in America is where really how Canada got to this point. It is this growing anti-Christian sentiment. I mean, which is not, which is really not surprising. Um, this world it, it is not meant for us. Um, it really isn't, and uh, it will hate us now. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, we don't do anything about it, but, uh, I'm, at the end of the day, I can't really say I'm surprised that stuff like this is happening. It's not surprising, but it is, uh, upsetting, you know, it's... Yeah. Like, where do people uh, think that this anti-Christian sentiment is really going to take us, exactly to this point? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and they call, you know, they, they hate... Most religions, the you know, let's just face it, the political left. Um, I mean, even some people on the right, who claim to be on the right at least, hate religion because the left's main argument is do whatever you feel like. In religion, Christianity especially, um calls you to be greater than basic instincts. And it it tries to make you greater than these things. You know, with you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know, you know, uh it, it don't have sex outside of marriage, don't, you know, do whatever you just don't do whatever you want. It has rules. And these rules make us better people. But what they see it as is oppression. You know, if they if you say let's not have gay marriage because it's you know disgusting in the eyes of God, they'll call that you know oppressive. And God, all God cares about is love, and love is love, and blah blah blah. So a, that's uh... really why they hate religion is because it imposes morality on you, and they don't want that. Yeah, there is a really good Bryson Gray quote, actually, or lyric in one of his songs, and it was, everybody wants to talk about the love but forget the wrath. Exactly. Um, you know, as I said, the biggest example is, uh, you know, Sodom, the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, God literally, you know, destroyed whole t- two whole cities because of stuff like the sodomy. So it's not, it's not just 
do whatever you want and God will automatically forgive you for everything. You have to uh, follow his laws and ask for forgiveness. But it's this watered down, you know, version of a religion where God is just like, oh, do whatever you want, you know. And, uh, you know, as long as you love each other, which is not love anyway. When they when the left says says stuff like love, all they mean is sex and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it, this is what we see is this the destruction of actual religion, faith, uh, morality, and they're trying to replace that with this fake stuff that they made it up. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, no, you're spot on with that. I don't think I have anything I could really add on to that. Um, yeah, it's um, not even that, right? Like, let's just ignore the Christian stuff for a second, which it's important, but yeah, for the sake of discussion, if you look at, like, the policies that Canada has, right, where they're, more, they're definitely more to the left than we are, and then you mm-hmm. look at the policies that people are proposing in America now, they're very yeah. eerily similar to what, what Canada has. In fact, some people are even saying we need to be more like Canada, which I don't know about that. I mean, the president's literally a cuck, and bestiality's legal over there, so. Is that really what you want? <laughs> it probably do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> they, they, they just want to be accepted by society, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, what we see is. Do whatever you want, and you and everyone else is supposed to pretend like it's normal. Yeah, there's uh, people do not like normal anymore. Mm-hmm. I saw this meme where it's like, uh, it's it's this guy where he's like, oh, pretend, you know, let's make this normal or pretend like this is normal. He's like, no, you just need to act normal. <laughs> I'm like, yes, exactly. Stop trying to normalize these not normal things. There's a reason they're not normal. Exactly. In fact, um, something, right, with like the socially liberal conservatives that always baffles me is how can you want to be so how are you socially liberal? Which social issues are the majority of issues and also the most important. So how can you be socially liberal? Right, mm-hmm. and want to r- continuously change society and move it away from normalcy, which has been established over generations, and claim to be con- trying to conserve that. Yeah, there's uh, no way you can. Yeah, and this is why the conservative movement is as important as ever, and why we can't let people. Give me a sec. Frick. Give me one sec. I have technical issues. I can. I don't yeah. know if you can still hear me. Yeah, I can still hear you, <clears throat> dude. It has just been boomer tech this whole stream. I realized I messed up the setup a little bit for uh, your camera. So for a few minutes there, like the bottom, like of your camera was all black, right? Like there was just a huge black bar underneath it, and I realized I'm like, wait a second, this ain't right. Hold up. I fixed it uh, a bit ago, but yeah, I was like, what the hell is happening? Give me, I don't I don't know if you can hear me. Give me one sec. Yeah. <laughs> Boomer moment. Yeah, that's all right. It's all good. There we go. Okay, I'm back. 
right. Could you hear me at all? Yeah, I was able to hear Okay. You. My headphones unplugged as I hit the wire, and I don't know if the audio is still good or whatnot. But, um, yeah, the conservative movement at this point is more important than ever. Because we are at, you know, the edge of society. We are at the tipping point. This is a tipping point. We, this is... This is our time to do something because they unplugged again. <laughs> and because um, society is at a collapse. Like, we are, it's, I think it's still able to be saved, but we're, like, hanging off the cliff at this point. And if we don't do something about it, then it's, we're done. Like, there's no going back after that. Pardon you know, it's me. the whole, uh, uh, like climate change, like ten years thing. Like we have ten years to uh, solve this issue. We we have like this, like our lifetime. You know, yours and mine. This is this is it. If we don't fix things in here, we're screwed. You know, I'm honestly at this point for I'm almost okay with just letting society devolve yeah. into what it wants, just so that way. Because if we just let go, it's just gonna happen real fast. And then everything's just going to collapse within our lifetime completely. And then we just take it over from there. With, like, the biggest just I told you so ever. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. My headphones unplugged. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I've gotten Joker mode, right? I'm almost, at this point, I'm almost okay with just, like, letting society go. Like, just mm. stopping all resistance and just let it just implode on itself. Just so that mm -hmm. way in our lifetimes, it can just easily, like, be like, all right, society is destroyed. We're taking control. I told you so. You're retarded. Gulags for you. The, I mean, I think we all feel that, that way at this point. The problem is, um, you know, I would rather uh, not have it fail and, yeah. be you know, be laughed at then uh have it fail and be like i'm right let's go like yeah. i mean i understand <laughs> yeah. i understand what you're saying but it's like i mean i still i believe in the american dream i believe in the american plan the american idea um the idea of how to build america and whatnot you know because this is what this is is it was it i mean i'm not saying america itself is just an idea i mean obviously it's a place but there was we are living the ideas our, our, you know, our founding fathers had. This is an experiment. You know, it's never been done before. And I believe in this movement. And I do believe it's worth saving. And uh, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next story for tonight. We have a Vermont middle school now requiring free condoms for middle schoolers and high schoolers in public school. Uh, this is, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is the collapse of society. Yeah. It's, uh, sexualizing children. It, I'm so, middle school, I mean, okay. Children, at least as far as I know, middle school, I, I was a homeschooled, so I, I wouldn't know exactly know, but isn't middle school that's, well, it's 6, 7, 8. Aren't you, like, 11 to 13? Yeah. Maybe 14 in that age range when you're in middle school? Yeah. 
Why? Why are you... I mean, I'm not saying, like, you should give it to high scores, but it would make more sense to give it to high scores. You're giving condoms to 11-year-olds. Like, why? I mean, like I said, I don't think you should give condoms to anyone. But 11-year-olds? Like, you give them these things, you teach children at earlier and earlier ages about sex, and you wonder why they're having premarital sex. You wonder why they're having children out of wedlock. Like, you're giving them this stuff. Oh. Yeah, and the excuse they gave was in order, it was uh, to make sure they didn't um, get AIDS. That was the excuse. Or to get pregnant. Um, <laughs> and I'll say this. <laughs> what's concerning about me this article doesn't even, at least as far as I read, it doesn't even condemn it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's just a little little concerning to say the least. The I mean, American like I said, media advocates this is, of uh, pedophilia. Yeah, I mean this 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 is what it is. It is pedophilia. You're sexualizing children at an earlier and earlier age. That's why I've been an advocate for just getting rid of sex education in schools, I, especially in public schools. Yeah. The government should have no should have no business in teaching children how to have sex. Um, oh, absolutely. Honestly, it should be left up to the parent at this point. I mean, that's what I believe. I agree. I think uh, I'm a huge advocate for homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Because this is what you get. Yeah. And you get what you deserve. I'm also anti-condom. And also, as well, um, yeah, as I've said, Brooke... Brooke yes, I actually... I actually said that in a Instagram post. I saw some random, like, random thing that popped up. Like, I was going through, like, Instagram reels or something. And there was some, like, post from some, like, feminist thing where they're talking about, like, condoms and whatnot. <clears throat> and I just replied, I just replied, condoms are cringe. And, like, like there is so many, like, women who, oh, my gosh, how can you say that? I'm just, like. <laughs> but yeah, like birth control in itself is, you know, is against the natural order. It's it against is. the natural law. It is. Uh, um, it devalues the actual act of sex. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and birth control as a whole, um, a lot of people don't know, like that the history of birth control, especially in more recent years. Um, I always po I always love to point out, um, you know, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she actually didn't really believe in abortion. She believed more in birth control and used it to uh, control the population. That's what her whole purpose was of starting Planned Parenthood. She used birth control to wipe out the quote-unquote undesirables from society, uh, minorities as well as um uh disabled people you know more mentally challenged individuals and whatnot so like if you actually look into what birth control is used for today you would see that you would know these things and as well i don't know if this is i don't know a hundred percent but for what i've heard majority of planned parenthood clinics 
now in the United States or in minority communities. Because that's the whole purpose of it. It was, it's not about women's rights. It's about killing off, you know, your children. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it was, uh, it really is disgusting, you know. Um, it's... I mean, and the worst part was how, I, I, I don't believe they do it anymore because they finally recognized, like, her, like, horrible past or her horrible life. But the feminists for a long time used to praise Margaret Sanger. I think they finally came out like mainstream feminists and were like, oh yeah, like this wasn't that good. She was kind of a racist and stuff like that. But um, for the longest time, they praised her as some like great hero or something. It's honestly kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's, um, and what's disturbing about it too is um, like if you talk to pro-abortion people, or infanticide mm-hmm. people. Let's just call it what it is. Um, a common trend you see with their arguments are pro-population control. And I yeah. just... It's like, who put you in any place of authority to decide who gets to live and who dies in the population? Well, this is... I mean, And I'm not this talking is about the... people who break the social contract. I just mean, like, general people that have not broken the social yeah. contract. I mean, the main argument I hear now from abortion uh, people, pro-abortion people, is, is I mean, honestly, what Margaret Sanger believed. They talk about killing, you know, mentally disabled people because they don't, they claim, because they don't want them to have to suffer. Like, who, who are you to say, you know, if that person shouldn't live or not? Who are you to say that person doesn't want to live? Because they might have a little, you know, life might be a little harder for them. But yeah, it's um, like something they bring up too is, well, I don't want to have a baby just so they kill themselves in uh, foster care or whatever after putting them up for adoption. It's like, first off, you don't even know if they'll end up in foster care. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, you don't get to make that choice. You don't get to decide whether or not they get they need to throw in the towel. And the one thing I would like to point out, they always... They always say, oh, would you rather have a child sit, you know, in an adoption center or whatnot? The thing is, if you put them, if you birth a child and then put the baby in the adoption center, you know, the adoption agency or whatnot, because you can't take care of it for whatever reason, a baby is more likely to be adopted than an older kid. You know, I don't know the exact statistics, but if the younger you are, the more likely you to you are to be adopted. So if you're if you're a baby, there's a good chance you're going to be adopted. So you it's most likely you're not going to be sitting, you know, in the adoption, you know, agency or foster care or whatever for a long time. Like you're probably going to be adopted fairly early on. Yeah. And you know, I think that's also better than being torn to shred torn to shreds. Exactly. Given no shot and, at life. But the their abortion argument at this point and this shows um, the left thinking in what I said, I think I brought this up earlier, that they just say, um, you know, if anything's easy, if anything's hard, just don't do it. Just take the easy way out. Do what you feel like. And this is why they offer stuff like birth control and abortion. Because what they say is do what you feel like. Do your natural, you know, do what your instincts is to have sex with, you know, multiple people. How many people, how many of people you can have it with because you know it's to breed and whatnot but uh you know religion and you know 
being a better person, a moral person shows us have self-control over yourself, you know, marry one person and, you know, be with them for the rest of your life. And instead of doing something like that, they say, well, I feel like doing this, so I'm just going to do it and not have any self-control at all. At all. Um, and and they also they also talk about like I mean, like like we said the main one of the main abortion arguments is you know if the baby's gonna have a hard life you know because he's born into a poor family or he might be you know, mentally challenged or whatnot they'll say oh just kill it we don't we would, we would rather to kill it than have to see it suffer it's like bro like who are you to say just because the baby might you know might not have be as rich as some other people might have to you know grow up a little harder might have to have a harder life that you have the right to kill it now like it's honestly just very disturbing yeah and now somewhat relevant to this story actually a little bit ago however it is still relevant even today is a mother who recently blasted the school board for allowing books promoting pedophilia in school libraries. Mm-hmm. So... And one quick thing I want to say about this. If you're on Twitter, I highly recommend um, following libs of TikTok who posted, a, I, who posted, like, all of this. Like, she posted, like, the pictures, the books. I mean, they're very graphic, but... Twitter allows it because Twitter's gay, but she posted all of it, all in there. If you don't, be- you know, if you don't believe it's that bad or anything, literally just go look it up. They're really bad. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, no, it's just disgusting, you know. And you think, you know, you think, oh, it's just in the library, you know, maybe it slipped by. Absolutely not. They have these in the library intentionally because it is mm-hmm. much easier. To sneak it by parents that way, but it also yeah. comes up comes with this assumption that, oh, it's not a, none of this is in the curriculum, but it very much is. Yeah, um, uh, and they believe they can do this because if they want your child to learn about, you know, this kind of stuff, if they want your child to learn about sex when they're five years old, they think they could do it. I mean, as I pointed out, uh, I point out multiple times on my channel. The front, the the front runner for the Democrat Party in Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, believed that the government owns your kids. The government can teach them whatever they want, and the parent doesn't have the right to say something. And don't don't think that this isn't the main belief in the Democrat Party. McAuliffe just said it out loud. You know, almost no one in the Democrat Party came out and said, "Oh no, 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 we don't believe that." They they all stood silent because they believed this and they thought their voters were as well. This is what they believe. They think they can teach your children whatever they want, and you can't say anything about it. Yeah. Um. There was this tweet I saw, and it was um, I think you might have posted it on your Instagram, and it was this one broad, and she was talking about how actually. Guess what? You don't own your kids. You're not the parent. Actually, the government owns your kids and is the parent of your kids. And it's like, uh, no. No. Yeah. And if, if you disagree with that, I got, I got this uh, little thing right here. It's called an AR-15. So, uh, 
if you disagree with me on that and you think that uh, my children are the property of the government, then uh, we'll see you there. Well, let's be honest, I said, not to, not, not, not to the Fed post. I was like, in yeah, Minecraft. this is a, this is, in Minecraft. Uh, like, this is, this is a one-way ticket to be getting shot in the face. Like, it is, yeah. This, this is, but we're starting to see this creep up, you know, in more mainstream beliefs is that the Democratic, I mean, the government owns your kids, the government is great and mighty, and, you know, they, they, they will, they will save us from everything. And the truth is, the government is anything but that. Um, the government doesn't care for people like us. Uh, they don't care about, you know, as we pointed out earlier, they don't care about religion. They just want to control you at this point. And that's why everything that's happening, that's happened in the last two or three years, I mean, for a little while now, but especially in this last two or three years, is that's all part of the plan. Yeah. Low IQ Nationalist actually just said something in the chat that's very accurate. The left, since the beginning, always liked pedophilia because they thought that pedophilia is liberating children from society. And that's spot on. I will say, yeah, um, I believe it was like Bernie, and I don't know exactly. Uh, this is something I've heard. I believe, I believe Steven Crowder talked about this once on his show. But Bernie was like kind of pedo, like a pedophile. Like, it, like I believe he like, okay, I'm trying to think exactly what it was. Oh, are you talking but, about the but, rape fantasies he had? Yeah, he was like, well, he like, didn't he like write something or like some book when he was like younger or something like that, like like in the eighties or nineties, like a little while ago. Yeah, he, he was like talking about like children should walk around naked or something. Okay, like, I don't remember that, but I do remember him having like rape fantasies. Like or these people would, uh, are like mentally being a rapist. Yeah, these these people are like mentally deranged. Like, you you not. This is this is, this is why the conservative movement is more important now than ever before. Because do you look at this? You know, look at the pedophilia. Look at all this stuff they want. Do you want this? If not, you better be fighting against it. Yeah, it's uh, pedophilia or Christianity. Which way, mess Western man? Exactly. Um, and and thankfully, this is. I will say this is, this is definitely some encouraging news. Is the Virginia race, you know, McAuliffe, McAuliffe only, you know, Terry Youngkin wouldn't have won if he didn't get Democrat support. And there were Democrats who supported Youngkin just because they didn't like the message of McAuliffe. They didn't like him telling them that their, you know, their, their kids are the government's property or something like that. So I will say this is some a good message at least i believe is that even some more democrat people aren't willing to just accept this stuff right off the bat yeah the classical liberals are still slowly making their way to the thought process that the left currently has however what's really alarming is there are genuinely people that truly believe that um your children actually should be um taught by the state and that the state owns your children and this is just not true at all it's um you know what I mean, this of, is why it, what a miserable life the, that would be yeah i mean this is why i think the public education system was uh, a failure from the start like it, like whenever the government's involved in almost everything it it's it's not good it 
it really sucks. <laughs> so, uh, at the least, I would say private school, but homeschool is pro is a lot better. Oh yeah, homeschooling is easily the way to go. And the reason too, you see a lot of this stuff that's really against like the family, right? Is because the number mm -hmm. one, th if you ever wanted to destroy Christianity, the first thing you would ever need to attack, and the most important, is the traditional family unit. Mm -hmm. um, if you destroy the actually traditional did... family unit, everything falls. I actually did a live stream a couple of weeks ago talking about this because there's some video I was watching of some guy. Uh, talking about how right-wing men are sad and, you know, like, in society and whatnot because they feel like they have... because they, they have toxic masculinity and whatnot and they should just be happy and, quote-unquote, free. And he he really downplayed people like, you know, like, more uh, manly uh, role models and whatnot, like the, you know like, more, like, muscular, you know, strong men from action movies, like Rambo or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in some of the old movies. You know, those those are bad. Those are toxic masculinity. He's, he said you should be more like people like Freddie Mercury or, uh, who else did he say? David Bowie. Who I know, I know for a fact Freddie Mercury was gay. So yeah, it's like, yeah, these guys. AIDS at a young age. Yeah, and was like all, these guys are also an addict of some drugs or some shit. I don't remember. Point being, like I said, that's not free. Yeah, and this is not what you should want to be. This is not you know masculinity. It's I mean anything was it's more feminine than anything. As I said, I'm like I you know I like Queen. I like the band. I like I like Freddie Mercury as a musician. He's a really great singer. But it, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you should be like Freddie Mercury and be like this guy because he's super masculine because he's not. Freddie um, Mercury is not masculine. Yeah, it's like the total opposite of it. But it's like, bro, but this is this is what we believe. And this is what we're starting to see the breakdown of the family because the family, you know, the family is the structure of everything and of society because it's family, you know, your, your immediate family and then maybe like your neighborhood your more broader community, your city, state, you know, it builds up from society. If you knock out the the foundation of it, the whole society collapses. And that's why we see what we're seeing today. It's this is a collapse of society because of the collapse of the family. Yep. Um, I was actually in a debate with someone. Um, I'm not going to talk about the topic, but one of the points I brought up was that the family is a microcosm of the society, right? The society mm -hmm. is built of families. And therefore, the government, right? Mm -hmm. And really, everything that that is built around the society should just be an expansion of that. And mm -hmm. this person claims to be a conservative. He's definitely not. Point. I won't get into it too much, but... He was not able to grasp this concept. At all. I mean, yeah, this is what we... a conservative. This is, this is the problem, you know, this is what, the problem with the conservative movement is that it's being overrun by people who aren't actually conservative and, and, and they're destroying the whole conservative message. Um, where now we see people who are, you know, 
basically what's happened is the conservative name has just become a synonym for anyone who's on who's even slightly on the right. You know, if you're a Republican, you're automatically conservative, and that's just not true. Conservatism is, you know, rem- keeping traditional values and morals in society, conserving those things. Just because you are, you know, you believe some things of the Republican Party doesn't make you conservative. But that's what we're starting to see here now, is that, you know, anyone who claims to be somewhat on the right is automatically conservative. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would even go a step further in saying conservatism isn't even a word for anyone who's on the right wing. It's just a word now for anyone who doesn't agree with the direction the country's going entirely. Exactly. I mean, uh, Jordan if you... Peterson, for example. Sorry yeah. To cut you off, but he is considered a conservative somehow, even though this guy is openly a classical liberal. He's yeah, not actually, a conservative. He's not one of us. I actually, I actually brought that up. I was like, I was like, because the guy started talking, like that stream I was talking about with that video, the guy started talking about people like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. I'm like, you know, I like Jordan Peterson, you know, overall, I think he's pretty good, but he's not very right wing. Same with Shapiro, you know, Shapiro, as I've said multiple times, is he's claimed himself to be a libertarian. He said it himself. He said he was I a right wing on... uh, libertarian. Yeah, like socially, you know, they're so socially libertarian. Um, that's not a conservative. It's not. That's not at all. Um, first off, the idea of right-winged libertarianism. There's some truth to it in the sense that, um, like, Marx would be, like, a libertarian leftist. So I wouldn't say... I would say there is some truth to the idea of, like, the right-winged libertarian. However, I definitely wouldn't say it's a right-winged thought process. And that's why I do disagree with calling it right-winged in any form. Um, Mm -hmm. because what it is fundamentally, right, it is the liberation of society from things like hierarchy. And this is true to both people like Ben Shapiro and, um, and people like Marx, right? Marx, Ben Shapiro, uh, both want to, in some way or some form, try to almost depower the hierarchy, the the natural hierarchy of man, right? Ben Shapiro, Mm -hmm. limited government. Karl Marx, absolutely no government, absolutely no hierarchy. So that is an inherently left-wing thought process, and that is the foundation of like libertarian ideas. It mm-hmm. is, by definition, one, anti-Christian, by definition as well, also anti-conservative. As a conservative, a proper conservative would seek to preserve the natural hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean... I've said, uh, I believe, I've, I believe government is necessary, but at this point, this is, this is my thought process. At this point, I'm more, I, I agree with the libertarians when it comes to limited government, because the government at right now does not hold, you know, our values, our morals and whatnot, and wants to impose, you know, immoral things on us. So at this point, I'm... I'm more of a limited government person. But if we can get, you know, a more moral, righteous government in, I would be more willing to give them a little more power than than the immoral government we have now. 
Yeah, I think the government should not have the power to just throw someone in jail without a reason. Like, a valid reason at that. However, I am for a big government, in fact. Um, I, a little bit less power than what it currently has, for sure, but... Um, there's a great Kai Clips quote, and he basically just said, you know, the issue is not that the government has power, the issue is who is in the government. I mean, yeah, that's basically, like I said, my thought process. It's like, when you have these people we have now, who are not good people, even people who claim to be Republicans will not, most of them are not good people. Um, they should have no, no, they shouldn't even be in power, but if they are, they should have almost no power at all. And, you know, if we have a moral, more moral and righteous government, then I'd be willing to give them more power. Yeah. And we, we used to have a society, actually, that really reflected that, like, that natural hierarchy. But we also had was a hierarchy of morality and a hierarchy of competence. Mm -hmm. I would argue those two are intertwined. Because the current yeah. government and... I'm going to be honest, I don't think the collapse that's happening right now is entirely by design. I think, because they would want to keep people sedated as they had for a long time, keeping them happy. The issue is they did not account for someone like Donald Trump to go and start, what do you, because like, whether your opinion on Trump is now in 2020, in 2016, he was phenomenal, and he really did start a revolution. Mm -hmm. Right? He really did wake a lot of people up. He red-pilled a lot of people. And those people yeah. aren't just going away like they had like they had hoped, nor did they even want mm -hmm. them to wake up in the first place. But after that happened, they seem to have assumed that um, with Trump out of office, right? Oh, everything uh, would have fallen back into place. You know, maybe we would just do like therapy or whatever. And then immediately, immediately after he left, what they found out is even that proposed like therapy um, wasn't going to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Hopefully, this is it's just my I, I have faith in uh, the right wing movement, the conservative movement at this point. Um, I have faith in the future of the Republican Party, not the Republican Party we have now, because we are starting because because this is the this is the uh, party of Trump. Most of the vote, most voters who vote on the right want Trump, want Trump-like people. I mean, that's why I'm okay with DeSantis, because he is more of a Trump-like, you know, re Republican. And, you know, we need more people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. We need more people like Trump. We need more people like that, and less people like Mitch McConnell and fake Republicans, because that's the old Republican Party, and most people are done with that. We're done with losing. We're done with, you know... You know, uh, complying with the Democrats and whatnot. Most people want Trump-like politics, and that's why I have faith in the future of the Republican Party. Yeah, the only reason why I don't have faith in that right now is I don't think people really understood what Trump was in 2016, especially now. And I think 2020 Trump really clouded a lot of that. I think a lot of mm -hmm. people on the right specifically just don't really understand what he was standing up for. And um, yeah. now it's just like capitalism or whatever. That wasn't Trump in 2016. I don't know where this came from. Yeah, I will say Trump has changed from 
2016 to 2020. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I still think he's fairly good. Just, there is a change. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, honestly, I think the change has been quite drastic, and I think for the worse, in every single way possible. Yeah. Um, we got a question in chat here. Uh, JPEG.png and Big Nick. Quick question: Would you guys be fine with uh universal universal ist healthcare for families? Because I'm in favor of it. Your response? Uh, no. Um, as I've said, uh, if it's if it's something if it's you know universal healthcare run by the government, it's it's not gonna work. You know, it never works. Anything the government does never works. I mean, we have. Um, some uh, something similar, I believe, in the VA. As far as I know, as far as I understand, we've kind of tested run this through the VA and what they do. And from everyone I've heard, the VA sucks. You know, it's not good. So, like I said, we've te- like that's why it, you know a lot of these people. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not like hating on this person in chat, but I'm talking about more like on the left. You know, who claim like, oh, we need universal health care and whatnot. Like, we've test-run this. It doesn't work. And anything the government touches doesn't work. So, no, at this point, I'm not in favor of it. I would be... It depends um, for me, right? Because I think... If we have a competent government, an actual competent government, not what we have now, I do think some social programs could work. So, Mm -hmm. it would really just depend on... To what extent it's going to be like a universal system, exactly how it would operate. There would be a lot of variables that would make me either yes or no. So the general mm-hmm. idea of it, um, it would, I'm neutral on. I would, I could be in favor. I might not be. It would really just depend on what's in it. What, what's the extent they want to go with it? Um, that's yeah. what it would depend on for me. And I believe that is our final story for tonight. So, I think I'm going to end the stream here. It's been about an hour now, so I think it's a good place to call it. So, thank you, Nick, for hopping on to the stream. First episode of it. My um, pleasure. Thank you guys for watching the stream. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, uh, any last words you want to say, Nick, before I uh, end the stream? Um... Just subscribe to JPEG and subscribe to Big Nick, and uh, Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. Based. Alright. So there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you guys again, seriously, for coming on to the show. First episode. I'm going to try to do one of these at least once a month. We'll see. Because I'm very inconsistent with this stuff. So, um, anyways... Have a great night. Um, I still like you, nationalist. I said you said in chat there with the, it's only for families. Yeah, no, um, no, I understood it was only for families. I just mean, like, I don't know what would be in the bill proposed. But if it was a competent bill that was proposed, then yeah, I'd be for it. If that uh, simplifies the question a little bit. Anyways, have a good night. Oh, sevens in chat. Remember, Christ is king.